Well, today we celebrate the Feast of the Martyr, St. Blaise, and we see another martyr in our scripture readings, in our gospel. Here we've got St. John Baptist, who's a martyr. And uh, he's a martyr for, for marriage. He's a martyr for marriage um, because of the moral truth concerning matrimony that he uh, very candidly and forthrightly uh, spoke to Herod. And uh, uh, because John's a saint, we can be sure that his motive in saying that to Herod was uh, one of love. Uh, he, he, cons- he was concerned for, for Herod's um, moral well-being and for his salvation, and he spoke the truth to him. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, the truth was, was not acceptable to the, the parties um, that were, were involved in this issue. And uh, so he ends up getting killed for the truth. Uh, but, of course, his reward is very great in heaven. Um, so love and marriage uh, and martyrdom, uh, these, are all, these all work together very, very well. Um, if we see our first reading here from, Roman, uh, from, sorry, from Hebrews, it's all about love. He says, let brotherly love continue. So let love continue. Do not neglect hospitality. Um, so hospitality, in a certain sense, too, is another expression of love. And, uh, you know, there's a kind of a deeper deeper hospitality that love is expert at. Uh, that is, when you, when you truly love another person, when you exercise love, you make room for them in your heart. So not just your house, but in your heart. You make room for them, and uh, you don't exclude anybody. There's, there's no one that's ever excluded. All human beings should be... Uh, in your heart, so there there shouldn't be, um, you know, I love everybody's in my heart, but not that guy, he's out, or that or that person, or whatever it might be. You got to have every human being in your heart. So that requires us to have a big heart, right? Because that's a lot of a lot of people. You got to fit in that in that puppy, you know. So you got to have a big heart, and um, the only way to do that really is is to have the heart of Christ, Christ's sacred heart. Um, which is appropriate because it's First Friday here and we talk about you know the First Friday devotions to do with Christ's sacred heart. Uh, be mindful of prisoners as if sharing their imprisonment uh, and of the ill-treated as of yourselves, for you also are in the body. I like that. It's like we know what it is to suffer, hopefully. you know, <laughs> uh, we, We're all bodily beings and so we know what it is to have pain and suffering and uh, so we have to you know, understand that our, we look at our neighbor and we see ourself and we see his or her sufferings and we see our sufferings. And so, uh, that should enlarge our heart and enable us to find room in, in our heart to, uh, be hospitable and, and to bring that person in. It says, let marriage be honored among all and the marriage bed kept undefiled. God will judge the immoral and the adulterers. So this is where, you know, John the Baptist here, who's a martyr for marriage, but really because he's a martyr for love, um, you know, spoke to this issue and, uh, and, uh, it's an important one. Um, sexual attraction, sexual and romantic attraction is kind of like, I don't know, the analogy that just strikes me this morning as I'm thinking about it. It's kind of like first, second, third grade. Um, the love of Christ is like, you know, uh, graduation. But it, but romantic love and sexual love is meant to be like the beginning of that. It's meant to lead to that. Uh, to the you know to graduation to the higher grades, um, and when you 
when you stop at the first grade or second grade and that's all you know of love, you're kind of you're gonna you're getting in trouble. You're sort of like you're not really going in the direction that uh, these things are meant to put you in. Um, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, marriage relationships get ruined on the basis of these initial stages of infatuation. Um, which you know we know like biologists know this is just pure chemistry work in here you know you got a love potion of uh, brain chemicals in your in your head and uh, it lasts for six months to a year and then they're like well wait a second I don't know I don't know if I love the person anymore just because the because the brain potion wore off no 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 that's just the beginning it's first grade you got to graduate now real love starts now you got to actually get to know the person. Okay, not the illusion that you had, this ideal picture that you had of the person. You got to really actually get to know the person and work and sacrifice. Now it takes hard work. So, you know, the initial stages of that romantic love, it was, you know, you were coasting on, on this energy that you found from you don't know where, but now you got to work at it. Okay, and so that's where real love and real sacrifice comes into play. Um, so, you know, keep going, don't give up. Uh, just because those butterfly feelings are gone doesn't mean that you're that this is not true love. It's not a good marriage. It's not a good relationship. Keep going. Don't give up. It's time to be like Jesus and to be sacrificial, even though um, you know it might cost you your your comfort uh, and it might even cost you your life. So here our author goes on. Let your love. Let your life be free from the love of money. Okay. So love of money again. It's sort of like. What we do when another another sort of dysfunction of love is, uh, you know, we want to be loved and we want to love. That's the the deepest really aspiration of the human heart. And um, because we don't really, exp- sometimes what will happen is if you don't get that, you then your heart turns to other things. Okay, so in this case, money, and then you become kind of idolatrous. But it can never fulfill that true need, something material goods, whatever. That can never truly fulfill that the, the human longing for love. Um, you know, and in terms of violating the, the, the chastity of the marriage bed, too, the big thing today uh, is pornography. It's, it's an epidemic. Pornography is a really big thing. But really what it is is the people who get wrapped, in, who get wrapped up in pornography, they're looking to fulfill that that hole that's in their heart. They need love, they want to be loved, and they and they want to give love. And in a kind of a weird, perverted sense, this kind of this, these, these indecent images and all of the kind of stuff that goes along with it give the sort of a false promise of that. And they kind of they get wrapped up into it. Uh, but it's not it's not true love, unfortunately. It's it's um, a form of idolatry. And um, it's also important to know uh, married men who uh, are given to pornography, it's a violation of their marriage covenant. So it's adulterous. And I think sometimes men can trick themselves. They can say, oh, this is, I'm not really cheating on my wife because this is just fantasy. It's not real. I'm not really going out and sleeping with another woman. I'm just looking at these ladies. Mm-mm. It's a violation of the marriage covenant. It's adulterous. Okay? So you are cheating against, on your wife. You owe your wife total fidelity, not just with your body, but also your heart, your imagination, and all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's given to the woman. You gave that to her when you made your marriage vows. So uh, this is a misunderstanding that some guys have, and they can kind of trick themselves into thinking this is not a violation of the marriage bed just because they haven't literally slept with another woman. Um, 
Well, in any event, uh, we thank God for, you know, in the light of all of these kind of dysfunctional instances of love that I'm talking about, we have the example of the martyrs, and we have the example of John the Baptist, who for love uh, was, was willing to die. Uh, and St. Blaise, whose feast we celebrate today for love of Christ, uh, he was willing to give his life. And uh, that's, that's the, what the true meaning of love is all about.